Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. There it was, the iconic call, the iconic broadcaster, and, of course, Kirk Gibson's, uh, that uh, that home run we'll never forget. That was the 88 World Series, Dodgers and the uh, Oakland A's, and just a uh, uh, sad day in Mudville. Boy, if you love baseball and you love broadcasting, um, it, it does not get any better than Vin Scully, and um, he was the Dodgers, both when they were in Brooklyn and then when they moved to Los Angeles, for 67 years, he did it. And he was 94 years old. He passed away um, Tuesday night. And so today we celebrate the life and think about Vin and the Scully family. He died at his home in the Hidden Hills section of Los Angeles, according to the Dodgers, uh, who spoke to family members, and uh, no de- no cause of death was provided. But again, he uh, in recent years he'd been frail, but still loved watching baseball. In fact, he had learned to tweet, and so he got on Twitter. In recent years, uh, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred said in a statement, "Today we mourn the loss of a legend in our game." Ben was an extraordinary man whose gift for broadcasting brought joy to generations of Dodger fans. Uh, in addition, his voice played a memorable role in some of the greatest moments in the history of our sport. I am proud that Vin was synonymous with baseball because he embodied the very best of our national pastime. As great as he was as a broadcaster, he was equally great as a person. On behalf of Major League Baseball, I extend my deepest condolences to Vince's family, friends, Dodgers fans, and his admirers everywhere. And, um, I mean, you, if you think about it, he spanned calling games involving Pee Wee Reese, Jackie Robinson in the 50s, Don Drysdale, Sandy Koufax in the 60s, um, Steve Garvey and Don Sutton in the 70s, the 80s would be uh, would be uh, Oral Hershiser, the, the Bulldog, Fernando Valenzuela. And in the 90s, Mike Piazza and uh, Hideo Nomo. And then, of course, he got the first part of the career of Clayton Kershaw. Manny Ramirez was there for a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't have put that in there. Uh, Yasiel Puig as well. And uh, uh, Clayton Kershaw said this after the game Tuesday night in San Francisco, the uh, <clears throat> Dallas' own Clayton Kershaw. 
he said of of um, of Vince Scully, he was the best there ever was. Just when you think about the Dodgers, there's a lot of history here and a lot of people that have come through. It's just a storied franchise all the way around, but it almost starts with Vin, honestly. And I, I, I've heard uh, Kershaw be interviewed by Vin Scully over the years. I've heard the reverence with which he speaks of, of Scully. And for those of us who grew up loving baseball, he became kind of our voice of summer. And, and what's so cool about it is we got people in our audience that are in their 80s, and they remember him way back. And then you got people that are in their 20s and, and also got to hear Vin Scully and, and kind of learn what he was about. And Aaron, I, I would say what made Vin, what separated him, he was just such a, even into his 80s as he continued to call games, he was such an unbelievable storyteller. And he could keep resetting the, the game and the count but while he did so, knowing you were being shown the pictures, Scully would be telling unbelievable stories. In fact, I was listening to one earlier today, and he was talking about Madison Bumgarner. Um, they were playing against the Dodgers, and he, he's talking about Madison Bumgarner killing a rattlesnake, and he got into this whole story. And uh, but but Kirk Gibson, who uh, for many people, I think he played football. Uh, was a football player, became a great baseball player. Uh, we remember him a lot with the Tigers, but then was with the Dodgers and hit that iconic home run where he just kind of could barely walk and he limped out there. And Aaron, we'll hear that later in the program again. Just the presence of mind for Vin Scully in that moment to not only call it and then kind of let the crowd sound off for a while and then to make that statement that he made. You know, there are broadcasters that sometimes for the end of games jot things down. They know what they want to say. In that instance, obviously, you couldn't be prepared for that. And he was always extremely prepared and uh, unbelievable. All right, Aaron, uh, apparently we have some breaking news. Aaron has stepped into the... uh, our newsroom there at ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, what do you have for us? ESPN reporting that the NFL today appealed the six-game decision for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson seeking a tougher penalty for violating the league's personal conduct policy they had until tomorrow morning after disciplinary officer Sue L. Robinson's ruling on Monday that suspended him six games, but they have made it official that they are going to appeal it, and according to Aaron Wilson from the uh, Pro Football Network, they are looking to make it a year-long suspension for, uh, excuse me, for Watson, which is what I expected to begin with, but I didn't know that there would be a separate arbitrator way back when, when this whole process started. Yeah, it, it in in some sense... And, and, yeah, I've been uh, – the uh, uh, Adam Schefter had this. The uh, uh, it, it was really a uh, – the NFLPA encouraged the NFL not to do this and, and to stick with whatever came out. 
So in a in a sense, the NFLPA and the league in, in trying to get Roger Goodell out of the punishment business came up with this idea of having an independent arbitrator. They don't like the punishment the retired judge came up with, the retired federal judge came up with. And so now the league has decided to file its uh, appeal, and uh, Deshaun Watson and his group will will have a few days, I believe, to respond to that. And the league has has been pretty upfront. It came out the other day that the league was wanting an indefinite suspension, which meant all of this year and the playoffs, and then he would have to apply for reinstatement. I, it's it's hard. I mean, I I thought the punishment was too light, but I also thought that if the league was going to agree to something, they might need to go ahead and stick with that. Roger Goodell and the NFL did not like what the judge came out with, and now they have uh, filed their own appeal, and we'll see where this thing goes from there. If it, depending on, um, they, they'll file an appeal. The way I understand this, Deshaun Watson will have an opportunity to respond to that. If the NFL is somehow able to impose a year-long suspension, then Deshaun Watson will likely file a uh, suit in, in, in federal court against the NFL. The NFL does not usually fare that well. Uh, I mean, it, it can go either way. I'm trying to think back to some of this Tom Brady stuff that got out and, and finally did get into court, and it, it, it really could go either way. But for anybody thinking, well, this is all going to go away, it has not gone away. And so, yes, the uh, league has uh, decided to uh, file its appeal in the uh, Deshaun Watson suspension. I, Aaron, I would just say that, and I've been, you know, studying this and looking at it since it, it, it uh, came out about an hour ago, and it is, uh, um, I would say that when you, uh, when, when as a commissioner, you, um, agree to something where you basically take yourself out of the uh, the punishment business, and then you don't agree with what the 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 impartial judge comes up with. You got an interesting thing on their hands. They thought they had discovered a new way to go about this. Now the NFL, in a sense, is wrestling this back away. Um, to me, this goes directly against what Jerry Jones and others fought against. Jerry Jones hated the punishment that Roger Goodell in the NFL put down against Zeke Elliott, who, by the way, was never arrested and was never hauled into court or anything like that. Hey, same thing for Deshaun Watson. In Deshaun Watson's case, it's unprecedented, though, because we're talking about 24 different victims here coming forward. Now, 24 of these 25 have been settled. But again, that doesn't mean that the league can't go ahead and, uh, and put the punishment out there. I just find this very confusing that everybody involved agrees 
with the uh, collective bargaining agreement, the CBA, and now when the punishment doesn't go the way what the NFL was wanting, they appeal it. Aaron, are you glad the NFL has appealed this, or do you think this causes even more confusion, and will this make the story hang around for even longer? Well, it will do that, but yeah, I I think they should have, and I don't think, personally, I think they should have, and I don't think that from a PR standpoint, they really could have not appealed it, even though everything you said about, you know, this being bargained in the new collecting a bar- bargaining agreement and they would basically be trying to trying to uh the first case that went arbitration to arbitration after ha- setting that up they'll be appealing and trying to make the the uh suspension longer but I mean six games, you know, for what Deshaun Watson I don't want to say accused. I mean if you read her report she was pretty clear that she thought that he did a lot of the things that he was accused of with so many different women. They would, it, even if they really didn't think that he deserved longer suspension, which I actually think they do, they would, yeah. from a PR perspective, still have to try to appeal and get a lengthier one. In the judge's words, it was egregious behavior by by Deshaun Watson as I explained earlier it was it was viewed by this judge use the language this was not even really a legal type thing this was a this was language the judge brought into the ruling and said that this was a a a non-violent um sexual misconduct and, and that seemed for this judge to play some role in this. Now, again, Aaron makes a good point. The judge was by no means absolving Deshaun Watson and saying he, he did nothing wrong. The judge in this ruling simply was looking at the law and looking at the way the NFL had imposed things in the past and basically said, that Deshaun Watson could not have been put on notice that this would be, the suspension could be this harsh. So that's why she didn't go with what the NFL did. Not because of, oh, I don't think Deshaun Watson did anything that bad. Um, he obviously, she thought his, uh, his actions were despicable. But uh, this will now continue on, and the NFL will appeal it. And I, I, I find it very interesting that you, you agree to do something and then, in a sense, you now say, well, I don't like that, so we're going to do our own thing now and we're going to keep appealing it. You have the right to do that, but it certainly goes against the spirit of the agreement you made. Okay, we got some fun news for you. Baylor has made a hire, and I mean, they went after somebody very experienced at this position, a Baylor baseball hire. We introduce him to you next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. 
Since 1949, the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nichigroup.com. With the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenichigroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for the rest of the afternoon, sunny and hot with a heat advisory in effect. Tonight, clear skies. We'll see a low of around 78 the next couple of days. Continued sunny and hot with the heat advisory in effect with highs near 104. Overnight lows in the upper 70s, then cooling off slightly through the weekend with afternoon highs of only around 99. Currently, it's 102 at ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Central Texas College, they know that in the real world, life gets in the way of plans sometimes. That's why they offer day, night, weekend, online, and lunchtime classes on multiple campuses to fit your schedule. More importantly, they can save you thousands at one of the most affordable colleges in the region. Interested in moving up in the world? Learn more at ctcd.edu. Central Texas College, for students of the real world. CTC classes in Colleen, Fort Hood, and online start August 22nd. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was going to help solve their problem, and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Legendary broadcaster Vince Scully has passed away at the age of 94. The San Diego Padres acquired superstar outfielder Juan Soto from first baseman Josh Bell from Washington Nationals. Nationals got five players in the deal. The NFL noticed the Miami Dolphins on Tuesday the team would be stripped of its 2023 first-round draft pick, among other measures, for violating the lease policy relating the integrity of the game, tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton from 2019 to 2022. Baylor football offensive lineman Connor Galvin was named to the Lombardi Award watch list. Astros have lost two in a row to the Red Sox, losing 2-1 last night. Astros and Red Sox this afternoon in a getaway game. Rangers lost to Baltimore 8-2. Rangers try to avoid the sweep with a getaway game this afternoon, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, pleased to be joined right now by Darren Thomas. I mean, this guy was a staple in the Metroplex for so many years as the head baseball coach over at UTA. And when I saw that news that Baylor had landed Darren Thomas, now this was, this is a big deal. Darren, uh, congratulations. And um, I know it's, it's going to be a little different for you. You've been doing this for, what, 15 seasons now at UTA. But uh, congratulations. It's very exciting news. Welcome to Baylor. Thank you. I really appreciate it and, and extremely excited to be here. Well, it's um, uh, you had a great run there, over 400 career wins at UTA. I'm sure there was part of you that thought, hey, this is probably where I'll finish my career. Um, what was this when you – when you decided to step away from that in May, what was kind of your uh, thinking? What were you were you kind of uh, open to whatever, looking around? Were you wanting to take some time? What was uh, what was kind of going through your mind when you uh, when you stepped away after so many years? No, I was open. To, I was open to whatever, uh, but but you just didn't know. You know, at the time, you're kind of stepping out by faith and just kind of hoping and and. And trusting God that something good will happen, and you just got to be patient. And then uh, ended up talking to Coach Thompson after he got the job here, and and things have just kind of worked out. Yeah, I would say so. Now, uh, you were at Seward um, uh, uh, County Community College for all those years. Mitch obviously coached at MCC. Y'all have known each other. I was talking to Mitch earlier today for upwards of like 30 years now. What um, what from afar and even getting to cross paths with him, what were your thoughts on Mitch uh, over all these years? Well, my first thought was uh, a great person. And the second thought was what a great recruiter. Relentless. Uh, you've got to have talent to win. And from that time, I met him. He was recruiting when they first got the job at Baylor way back in the 90s. Uh, he was recruiting some of our guys. One of our pitchers, Mike Bradford, came ended up coming here. But Mitch also sent me players in the summer league, in the Jayhawk League, uh, for the Liberal BJs. I had quite a few Baylor players three or four years that I, that I coached Liberal BJs. Well, and uh, and so he trusted you to coach those. I love that name, by the way, Lib- the liberal yeah. uh, BJ. I wish you. Uh, do you have a? Uh, do you have any old gear 
from any of your uh, liberal days from those those I'm uh, sure I those do. Teams? I, I, I played for him in 87. I don't have any gear from then, but I coached <laughs> 96 through 2000. And, uh, heck, I had Trevor Moat, uh, Matt Williams, Eric oh. Nelson, Preston Underdown, Kyle Evans, Jared Bisker. I, that's just a few that I can name. But I, I probably had three or four – Every year for three or four years and three or four summers in a row, so there was always a connection there. Man, it, it's uh, now you're you seem to be a guy who went. You know, some coaches are transient and go from place to place and have a lot of different stops. You're someone, Darren, that likes to get somewhere and bunker down for a while. Uh, That's absolutely what, the truth. <laughs> what role? And we hope that happens at Baylor. What was it at uh, at Seward? Uh, and then I, I think you ended up after that, you had the one year before you went back there at Oklahoma Christian, but what was it about that Oklahoma, Kansas part of the world, part of the country that you kind of fell in love with and, uh, and just, and just decided to, Hey, I'm going to stay right here for, for quite a while. Well, I grew up, I grew up in Tyrone, Oklahoma, which is in, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in the panhandle of Oklahoma, eight man football, but it's 10 miles from liberal Kansas where Seward County community college is at got a chance to play at Seward County Community College for legendary coach Galen McSpadden. And then when he called and wanted me to be, be in a full-time assistant in 91, I, I thought I'd gone to the Yankees. It was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, we, we had some great teams. We had some great players. And I was there until 2000. And, and, and I coached in the summer with the BJs, and my assistant was Clay Gould. And that's, that's who our ballpark's named after at UTA. And Clay – got the head coaching job after coach McBroom retired. And, uh, so I came to be his, unfortunately he passed away. And, and that, that first year I was there that first summer. And then, so I, I just, once I, once I got in as an assistant, I was an assistant from 2001 till 2007 and became the head coach in the spring of 2008. And I was extremely fortunate uh, to raise three kids, K through 12, in the Mansfield School District, we didn't. We never moved school districts. They never had to make new friends, I guess. And, and they all three graduated from Mansfield High School. Very fortunate in the coaching world to be able to do that. I used to cover the Mansfield Lady Tigers back when they were a dynasty. Uh, for With Samantha uh, Morrow, Samantha Morrow remains a great friend of mine. And uh, those were some great teams. So I know about those Mansfield. So oh, yeah. You got, but that, was, uh, that was your community. What, how did you, you know, you're talking about recruiting. UTA is interesting because people say, well, how do you do this at a commuter school and this and that? But you had a lot of success. And, boy, Coach McBroom, before you won a ton of games, you won a lot of games. What, what was it recruiting-wise that allowed you all to put so many players uh, into Major League Baseball, I think it was like 41, either got drafted or signed during your time from 2001 till till just recently. What what was what kind of? And I'm sure you'll hopefully bring that to Baylor. That kind of recruiting. What? How are you able to get that rolling? Because that not everybody goes to UTA. You just ask some of the other coaches there. It has yeah. that kind of long term success. I tell you why it's. It, sometimes it's not easy to get kids to go there, but after they go there, they really enjoy it. Uh, we had we had some great teams, we had some great players, and some guys get overlooked. It, it's a big state. Uh, even just even if you just recruited an hour or two from from the campus, 
you're going to have the opportunity to get some high school and JC guys that can play and maybe get overlooked a little bit, or maybe they have a little bit of flaw in their game. Uh, Hunter Pence was one of the first ones after I got there that I went to watch and really didn't have a position right away. And he came in, he went to one year of junior college and came in and worked his tail off the next two years and went first pick of the second round to the Astros and, and had to really make himself into a defender. And, uh, but that's, that's one example. There, there's plenty of guys. And, and I think the key is just having a good culture after they get there, because there's no recruiter than word of mouth. And, and if kids don't enjoy it, they don't feel like they've been developed. They don't feel like they got a good educational experience. They're, they're going to let other people know you don't even want to, you don't even want to go on a visit. And, and unfortunately for us, it, you know, it's a good school and, and it's in a great location. Uh, there's, it's in a great state metroplex. Uh, you just have to find your niche and go to work. Well, I tell you, uh, talking to Darren Thomas, new director of baseball ops for Baylor. And, and by the way, Darren, baseball ops, that sounds like it, it pretty much involves everything. Like there's probably nothing <laughs> that you won't touch well, in, the, in the program. I, I don't know. I just got here a couple of weeks ago, and, and, and I, I, I think in the spring it's pretty spelled out. You know, you set up travel. You're kind of a bench coach. You really can't coach the players at all, but you, you can give your opinion to the coaches and just kind of, you know, I, I'm, it'll be the first time in 32 years I haven't done that. So it's, it's going to be – I'm looking forward to it. It's going to bring a unique perspective to my career and, and – First time to be, you know, at a, at a Power Five conference school. That's exciting. And working with great, what a great staff uh, he's put together, and, and tradition and facilities. And I'm just looking forward to it. Well, he said of you that you're going to bring a wealth of knowledge, and it'll be someone I count on for advice daily. So I do think, like you say, whether you can talk to the players or not, you're going to be. Uh, uh, he's going to be leaning on you uh, heavily. Let me ask you this. What did you, Darren, think of the Baylor program? Obviously, the two programs did play uh, pretty much every year, as I yeah. remember. I remember the Bears coming up to Arlington, and uh, and I think you all gave us a hard time over the years, as I recall. What, what, what has always been your opinion of the Baylor program, whether or not Mitch was involved? Oh, it's always been – I've always thought a lot of it. I, I can remember two or three years ago, I can't remember, year it was that's the best infield defensively I've, I've ever coached against and it was Lofton and I can't remember the, the third baseman uh, Wenzel uh, and then uh, they had the catcher from Keller uh, I mean there, there was just some great players uh, that could defend and and, and they've always had great talent and it's always a tough team to play against and I've always had utmost respect for the pro what can you do? What are you allowed to do on the recruiting end of things? Can you uh, do you just kind of can you kind of watch and and see video? Can you get out and visit with people? Because obviously that's something you did a tremendous job at UTA over those years. What? How much involvement can you have on that front? Well, I think they just passed. Uh, I'm still learning that. I haven't been involved at all. I, you know, I got to make sure what I do is compl- in compliance, uh, but. I think you can make recruiting calls. Obviously, when you have camps, you can help evaluate it. At, 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 but I can't go on the road and recruit, uh, which which will be odd for me. But if somebody, you know, if, if they come to camp, 
you can look at you can obviously anybody can look at film your opinion to the other coaches but uh yeah it'll be different not going on the road recruiting but they have some outstanding recruiters here what is the uh I, that that year i was reading that 2020 i think y'all had a tremendous start you made a beaten uh, dbu i think y'all had a win over at tcu you're 12 and 4 baylor had a similar thing i think they were off to a great start as i recall how looking back how difficult was that, knowing oh, you, man. you pretty much were stacked that season? I tell you what, it's easy to say, but that was that was the best team I've ever been involved with, hands down, not even close. And it was because the older guys, uh, and we could really pitch. We our, our two Tuesdays before before COVID, hit, a win against DBU and a win against TCU at, at TCU. Uh, I think we were twelve and four. I think. We played Oklahoma at home the last, and they were really good too. Uh, Skip had a good team, and, and I think we lost three to one on the last Tuesday. But before that game, we were fourth in the country in, in RPI, uh, and we were on our way to Little Rock to play our first Sun Belt series, and, and we didn't ever play it. And you look, you look back on it, and then you just think, well, we'll just bring everybody back the next year. It's just not that easy. We had a couple of guys sign that were key contributors. We had a couple of three injuries and by the end of the year, we really rebounded and played well again. And we were what we lost in the semifinals to South Alabama. They ended up winning the tournament and winning two games at the Florida regional. And we lost four to three to them. We were really good the next year too, but not as good as that year. That, that year we could defend, uh, we're really good up the middle. We could really, really pitch. We had a lot of depth. Well, I don't know how Baylor's ended up with you because I, you know, if I'm UTA, I never let you get away. But uh, hey, things happen, and like you say, Darren, this is a uh, tremendous opportunity. And no matter what you decide to do, um, like you said, Power Five team, and uh, I, I think, but I think uh, Mac Rhodes believes Baylor can be a national power, much like they were when Stephen Mitch were around. Um, yeah. In, in, in 1995 to around 2015. Is that what you sense as well? I wouldn't have come here and done this if I didn't didn't think we had a chance at Omaha every year. There, there, I, I'm to that point in my career. There's no reason to do it just for a job. I wanted another challenge and, and something different. And, and uh, the way it was, Shea Langliers was the catcher. I couldn't couldn't think. I don't know why I couldn't think of that guy's name, but what what a great player, uh, the catcher from Keller. Uh, I don't know why that just came to me, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> come here if I didn't think they had a chance to to be really, really special. And and the leadership that Mitch is going to provide, and and I, you know, since being here, it's only enhanced what I thought. Just being around the staff and 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 how hungry they are to be, and uh, really looking forward to school starting, meeting some of the guys, and 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 playing a new role. Yeah, it's going to be fun, and uh, Darren, I was glad to see it, and and I just I had to do a double take. I'm like, man, the guy that was at UTA all those years is going to be the director of baseball ops. It's really it's a it's a great opportunity, and uh, I, Baylor people are excited. I thought when you said um, uh, you know we were talking about that catcher, I, I was thinking about Shopik, but I was going way back. Yeah, Kelly that, that, that would have been a while. That would have been yeah. a while back with Kelly, but. Yeah, like uh, it was two or three years ago when Nick Lofton was playing shortstop and Winslow was yeah. at third, and you, you couldn't steal a base, you couldn't go on a ball in the dirt, <laughs> you couldn't get a ball hit through there. It's as good in defensive infield as I've, as I've ever seen. 
Well, I, I think something about you and Mitch having scrapped your way and been at community colleges and won at that level, it just there's a there's a different hunger level, and uh, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Darren, I appreciate you doing this, and uh, look forward to seeing you in person here soon. Thank you very much, Matt. You bet, you bet. There he goes, Darren Thomas, uh, who is um, man. I mean, you talk about. They got some qualified people, but Darren Thomas is what you might almost call an overqualified. Uh, great run at UTA, won a ton of games. They're over 400 games, and this is going to be a really neat staff. Uh, Mitch has done a good combo of one guy that played for him, one guy that coached with him, and then a guy that he's admired from afar for many, many years who's been a head coach uh, at a Division One level and that is Darren Thomas. This, this uh, staff really has a nice feel to it. And uh, now they just got to get all the players together and, uh, and get this team on the field. I am ready. And, uh, Aaron, that gets me excited when I hear a coach like Darren Thomas say, hey, I wouldn't have wasted my time. I would not have um, come here if I didn't think we had a chance to go to Omaha every year. That's what they used to do. And... Um, not every year, but, hey, let's do it. Let's get back. That's a great uh, goal to have. All right, it is time for Campus Confidential. We uh, examine the world of college athletics. Let's see what's on Aaron's mind. Let's do that next. Recently on the John Moore Show. We are pleased to have with us the new commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, Brett Yormark. I'd like to build the brand of the Big 12 Um in New York, I'm not sure a lot of people know the Big 12 brand. And candidly, I want to make it a national brand that's recognizable all over the country. And when student athletes are in their senior year and they're contemplating what's next, I want them to say, I need to go to the Big 12. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're treat you like family. We're Saya LTL Freight. For nearly a century, our team has been committed to driving business forward. From Lady Liberty to the Golden Gate, Superstore to Corner Store. We go that extra mile, expanding our team to better serve you. So trust that when you partner with Saya, we take every delivery personally. Visit Saya.com for all your shipping needs. That's SAIA.com. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's gift store since 1979, would like to thank all of our friends, family, and customers for your support during the last two years as we've experienced some trying times. Morrison's Gifts prays the return to normal will continue. Morrison's Gifts wants to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasting, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping to grow their business. At Morrison's Gifts, they thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's Gifts is a Baylor alumni-owned business. Come see Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. 
Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Info and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit CampFinfo.com. That's CampFinfo.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old and efficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Legendary broadcaster Vin Scully has passed away at the age of 94. The San Diego Padres acquired superstar outfielder Juan Soto from first baseman Josh Bell from Washington Nationals. Nationals got five players in the deal. The NFL noticed the Miami Dolphins on Tuesday the team would be stripped of its 2023 first round draft pick, among other measures, for violating the league's policy relating the integrity of the game, tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton from 20. 2019 to 2022. Baylor football offensive lineman Connor Galvin was named to the Lombardi Award watch list. Astros have lost two in a row to the Red Sox, losing 2-1 last night. Astros and Red Sox this afternoon in a getaway game. Rangers lost to Baltimore 8-2. Rangers try to avoid the sweep with a getaway game this afternoon. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Uh, it is Matt Mosley, and it's time for Campus Confidential. Reminder, at 5.20 today, we'll have uh, Jovan Overshawn, uh, who is uh, oh one of the top athletics officials over at Baylor, and she will join us at 5.20 today. They've had some uh, promotions over there. At Baylor, uh, she oversees uh, football these days, and so lots of interesting stuff to get into with Jovan, and we'll do that at 5.20 today. But uh, let's see what uh, is on Aaron's mind as we take a look into the world of college athletics. UConn women's basketball All-Americans Paige Bukers suffered a torn ACL in her left knee Monday and will miss the entire 22-23 season, the school announced today. 
Buchers injured her knee in a pickup basketball game, according to the school's release, and an MRI later that evening confirmed the ACL tear. Buchers was the 2021 Consensus National Player of the Year, becoming the first freshman to earn that honor in helping UConn reach the Women's Final Four. She averaged 20.1 points, 5.9 rebound assists, and 2.3 steals per game that season. She missed 19 games last season after suffering a left knee tibial plateau fracture and torn meniscus. But a big blow to UConn and their hopes of getting back to a national championship game, losing possibly the best player in the country. Yeah, I. she's great. And that is the headliner program of the past 20 years under Coach Gino Ariema. And so I, I, you know, that's they'll they'll be okay. They'll figure out a way. But uh, that's just a reminder of what can happen. And you're playing competitive sports. Doesn't matter a pickup game or what. Uh, it can go south on you at any point. And I hate that. That's one of the great players in all of college basketball. And everybody hates to see that. Sometimes you wonder, oh man, does that give somebody else or? Another team a chance, and you just think, no, nobody thinks like that. No coaches out there thinking like that. What's happened is uh, women's basketball and women's athletics in general is a growing sport in terms of TV, especially college softball. And uh, But when you see one of the banner women's sports uh, have something like that happen, you just, uh, it makes you, you know, you sick at your stomach. So uh, Paige Buchers, uh, really tough news there. Uh, coming out of UConn. Matt, if you're wondering why Alabama didn't win a national championship last year, Nick Saban has an answer for you. It wasn't a Mm. generational Georgia team just being better than the Crimson Tide. It was. They were in a rebuilding year this morning in an appearance on McElroy and Kubelek in the morning on WJOX-FM in Birmingham. Saban gave an overview of last season before diving in to the team's outlook this fall. And then he dropped, well, I don't want to say bombshell, but I I was kind of stunned to read it. He said, quote, last year we had kind of a rebuilding year. Just a reminder that last year the Crimson Tide were 12 and 1 in the regular season. They won yet another SEC championship, and they made the national title game before losing to the Georgia Bulldogs 33-18. So, um, that's a rebuilding year, man. <laughs> He's just, I, I, I dislike him so much. You know, I don't. I, I, because he is the Bear Bryant of our time, and you might dislike how he presents himself. But you can't doubt the success and the unbelievable run. He's he's kind of in charge of the evil empire. Oh, he's he's not he's not like a bad guy like Urban though. He's I don't think he's a bad person. Right? He's no, kind of he's a, very. He's just a mean kind of mean guy. And and, and, and a, a lot tough, of very yeah. self-serving statements. That's what bothers yeah. me. You know about sure. about talking about constantly about parody when he's he he's lying through his teeth. He's not talking about parody. He's talking about things that could affect them being the most dominant team in the country, like NIL, things like that. I I think that deep down, this is where we may disagree, that when he talks about it, there being an unlevel playing field, I do think he shows some concern for other schools. I don't think it's all 
cynical. I, I, I actually think he, because he comes from that type of place, I think he played or coached at Kent State in his background. And so somewhere in the back of his mind, he remembers being the little guy. Now, he may have kind of a little guy's Napoleonic uh, type uh, sim, you know, uh, syndrome but uh, or complex, but I'm telling you, for him to get up there and say on, on uh, Jock's Radio, which is a famous radio station, that's where uh, Paul Feinbaum used to be, I, I, I just have to um, laugh at the, the, the fact that he would call it a rebuilding season. Or Alabama, uh, just an absolute rebuild is what uh, is what uh, Nick Saban is calling it. And uh, what I'm going to do now is go ahead and say that for Baylor, winning 12 games and winning the Sugar Bowl and uh, and winning the conference title, I'm going to call that a rebuilding year as well for the Bears. Okay, so they were just rebuilding, and then we will see what they do this year i I do i find it interesting i ran into some people last night was talking about the baylor program and i i I love some of the new coaches dallas baker who um, was named after the dallas cowboys where his uncle used to be a coach and his uncle was one of the all-time great receivers for the san diego chargers west chandler is dallas baker's uncle what an amazing guy and what amazing um, family that is to come from. I, I really think the Bears program is in good hands. A reminder, by the way, Jovan Overshawn, uh, who is the, uh, well, it's one of the czars of Baylor Athletics. She is the uh, Associate Athletic Director for External Affairs. Uh, she will be joining us today at 520 for a full rundown of what's going on with the Baylor program. They made a bunch of moves. And uh, we'll talk about some of that. Lots of promotions. Very exciting for a lot of our friends over there with Baylor Athletics. Former college football coach turned U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville is spearheading the latest congressional movement to regulate NIL, according to Sports Illustrated. In an interview this week, the 67-year-old Republican senator from Alabama announced his intent to draft a bipartisan NIL bill with fellow Senator Joe Mashin. a Democrat from West Virginia, and a letter to be sent this week to stakeholders within college sports. The two senators are seeking feedback on NIL, an unregulated issue, obviously, that multiple coaches throughout the country and college officials have said is creating kind of a chaotic landscape. I was just wondering what you thought the odds of something substantive coming out of this were. Because I looked at the article and I was like, eh, I don't see anything happening. Well, I mean, seeing as he was one of the more fraudulent coaches to ever come our way, and I think Texas Tech people would confirm that. I mean, I would say if anybody's going to work on NIL, yeah, I mean, at least this guy does have a background in college football. I mean, Joe Manchin, I, I mean, he's made everybody mad. He makes the Democrats can't stand him. The Republicans can't stand him. Maybe he's doing something right. Uh, he is what you'd call an extremely moderate uh, Democrat, almost a uh, a right-leaning Democrat. So Democrats can't stand him, even though he's a Democrat. And I promise you, the Republicans can't stand Tuberville if they've been around him at all. So um, <laughs> I I'm not taking any sides, Republican or Democrat. 
But if Tuberville's involved, I have my doubts. The only positive is that he has been a head coach, and so to bring some form of legislation, um, maybe he'll know something. But let's remember, Tuberville had his best moments with Auburn, all those people that come out of Alabama and that part of the country where he's a senator mainly care about the SEC. So anything that he would put together would benefit the SEC to the detriment of every, of every other conference. So, again, um, there are politicians that I'm friends with. Uh, Pete Sessions happens to be one of those who's the uh, representative out of, uh, out of Waco. But Tuberville's not a guy I trust. So I would not put too much stock in whatever he's talking about. Did you have a, any kind of personal interaction with him? or You don't have to talk about it. I was just kind of curious. Personal interaction. No, I'm just thinking. I, well, I, 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 I've interviewed him, but I don't – yeah, not really. I'm just uh, – I used to have this list I put together of uh, the most um, fraudulent coaches in <laughs> college football. Uh-huh. And, like – Can I do that? The guy – <laughs> The guy at Penn State used to be on it a lot, although he's got he's pretty good. So I've had it. Brian Kelly would would appear on that from time to time for his work at Notre Dame, and Tuberville was always way up on that. And there was somebody else I didn't care. For. I, I always thought Utah was a very fraudulent program. Although I don't really have a problem with Whittingham as a coach, I just thought that was a very fraudulent. They got way too much attention because that's where Urban came from. And uh, so, yeah, I had, a, I had a list of fraudulent coaches and teams in college football. I'm, I'm happy to update that for you, Aaron, and present that someday during Campus Confidential. I really like to hear that. I compare it to mine. Mine isn't long. And actually, I, you know, I talked about Nick Saban and how I don't like some of the things he says, but I wouldn't put him on the fraudulent list, but there's, there's a couple in the SEC that I would. So I would kind of like, like to hear your list, maybe. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. But uh, right now, we better get to the Cowboy Report. Oh, come on. Come on. I want more college football. The Cowboy, here's, a, here's your Cowboys report. They, they're going to they're gonna win the, they're gonna win the, uh, you know, the, the division and then lose in the first round of the playoffs. There's <laughs> been your daily Cowboys report. They're horrible at kicker. They've got some na- guy oh named L- Lirum Hallel- Hallelujah. And Garibay from Texas Tech. Yeah, and he's been horrible. He's Mm -hmm. hitting, I mean, he's hitting the TV cameras. I think he knocked out half the NFL Network's equipment in in a recent practice. Did you say we had a signing? Did something happen? Do you need to announce something? Oh, yeah. Before we get to the Cowboys report, what do you have for us? The Cowboys and veteran linebacker Anthony Barr have agreed to terms on a one-year contract worth up to $3 million, according to Ian Rappaport's rap sheet. (laughs) <laughs> sounds like the sounds like that's that's the uh ian's you know past troubles his <laughs> rap sheet all the issues he's had okay interesting anthony barr as i recall uh played at ucla long lean guy who has not lived up to expectations i feel like barr was with the vikings at one point he i was. can't remember exactly okay uh and so, I mean, I, I think most people would think, hey, go get a wide receiver, but Jerry's going to be very stubborn about that and, and continue to let some of these young guys fight it out in practice 
I do feel good, Aaron, about that that guy whose name escapes me now. I think he's I think his name's Dennis Houston. I I I was reporting live from Oxnard, California, about an undrafted free agent named Dennis Houston, and he he's getting all kinds of kudos for what he's doing at camp as a possible uh, fill-in wide receiver for the Cowboys when the um, when the season begins. All right, that is the uh, Campus Confidential. Thank you, Aaron. A reminder, Jovan Overshawn, who does a great job uh, in Baylor Athletics, will join us today at 520. But next, it's the Cowboys Report, followed by some major NFL news we'll discuss. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcarr.com. Everyone with the Cowboys training camp report. I'm Christy Scales. There's a roster battle in which both players are struggling. We'll update you on the kicking situation after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Nearly a fourth of NFL games are decided by three points or less, so kickers got to make the most of every opportunity. Right now in camp, veteran journeyman Liram Hirulahu is competing against Jonathan Garibay, an undrafted rookie free agent whose clutch kicks at Texas Tech put him in the record books. Those two combined to miss five of six kicks from long distance yesterday in practice. This is a new environment for Garibay, practicing in front of crowds here at camp. The first day with the team, I was a little nervous out there, I'm not going to lie, you know, but it's a little different to just get adjusted to the whole noise, everything, you know, but zone everything out and just lock in and that's it. Coach McCarthy is giving more in-practice reps to the kickers to see which one can step up. With the boys in Oxnard, I'm Christy Scales. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding Bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. This is ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, man, um, Kirk Gibson's uh, home run as he limps out there <clears throat> in 1988 World Series. Dennis Eckersley on the mound for the A's. And most of us, I guess I would have been starting high school, maybe like a freshman in high school, remember where we were for that. And the voice is unmistakable that it was Vin Scully. 
And Vin Scully uh, died Tuesday night um, at age 94. And until his his last days, he was he jumped on Twitter. Uh, he was amazing. Um, he also did golf. He did the NFL. I can't quite have you play that one, Aaron. I think it's too difficult for Cowboys fans to hear, and I don't want to rub it in any more than it has been our our whole lives. I did watch it, like a lot of people, uh, the catch that Dwight Clark made in the back of the end zone in that fabled NFC title game. Um, I guess I was about 10 years old, was or maybe 8 years old, but... It was uh, Everson Walls, had good coverage. I think that was Michael Downs back there helping him out. D.D. Lewis was rushing. Uh, Too Tall would have been on the field. And probably Harvey. And and just the play kept going for too long. And Joe Montana, basically, who I think admitted he was basically trying to throw the ball away, throws it extremely high, and Dwight Clark makes that catch. And, of course, none other than Vin Scully was calling that game. Uh, Scully, uh, who died at, at age 94, his storytelling was beyond belief. And he just, he combined one of the world's greatest voices with the ability to just, um, and, and you, I think people that had backgrounds in radio were obviously so good at that because they had to paint it for their guests for so many years. And then um, he was, in the early days w- before the Dodgers, when they were in Brooklyn, he did those games, and then they made the move out to Los Angeles, and Vince Scully made the move with them, and he became the voice of Los Angeles sports. And today is a, a, gr- uh, a huge day of mourning in Los Angeles, but really all over sports. And I just, uh, I'm just uh, amazed at what he could do and how he sounded, and I don't even know exactly how to explain his voice. It just, it, it was, there. I, I know it, it brought goosebumps a few years ago when I went to uh, a Dodgers game and just walking in, and much like at, at Baylor games, they have John Morris's voice. You can hear him as you approach the stadium, and they had that with Vin Scully at Dodgers Stadium, and he's just, you know, on a loop saying, you know, welcome to Dodgers Stadium. And there's something about the voice quality, his cadence, everything that just screams baseball. And it takes us all back to our childhood. And uh, I just, um, I'm so thankful. You know, sometimes you, you go, oh, my gosh, I wish I had said this, or I wish I had met that person, or I wish I had done this. And I found myself, when I found out he died last night, just having this extreme feeling of, of gratitude that we got to hear him and that... Uh, and that we lived in a world where Vin Scully was an announcer because um, there, there was never a man uh, or woman who found a better match uh, or a better profession. It was just incredible to listen to. And uh, Aaron, did, did um, I, I think of, now again, the voices of our youth, and, and Eric Nadell is going to jump on with us tomorrow, I believe, at about 4.20 after he does the manager's interview. Uh, I think the White Sox are in town. So for when I was a kid, um, because I grew up listening to the Rangers, Mark Holtz and, and Eric Nadell 
were sort of the, the voices of the summer for me. And Aaron is a guy who grew up in Central Texas. I would imagine you listen to the similar voices. But from a national perspective, uh, Scully, I, I, I feel like we were aware of him from early, early on, just like Bob Costas became this ubiquitous character in our lives, uh, Al Michaels, to a, to a certain extent, for what happened with the 1980 uh, Lake Placid Olympics. But, Aaron, I don't really remember a time in my childhood where I didn't hear Vin Scully. And I think it comes down to the national game of the week that he would do and then the fact that he did NFL. But I, I don't think will ever encounter a better baseball broadcaster. No, I agree 100%. Yeah, you were talking about the National Game of the Week. That's where I first remember hearing Vin Scully, the NBC Game of the Week, Vin Scully and Joe Garagiola, and that was the only national game on television at the time, and I would watch it every Saturday. Uh, he was, even as, as a young kid, you know, you you knew he was really good. And then obviously he... His call, I watched the uh, his call of Kirk Gibson's home run live. I watched his call of the catch, unfortunately, live. I mean, he is a part of my growing up as a huge sports fan, a huge part of it, and he is he is the GOAT. Yeah, and uh, we're losing some great ones, but again, we have a, tr- we have a, a, a lot of memories and uh, boy, he left us with uh, with so much to remember. Um, and it is uh, Vin Scully, um, Lee, uh, dead at uh, age ninety four, died last night in Woodland Hills uh, or Hidden Hills, California, I believe it was. All right, um, uh, breaking news. I want to remind everybody: uh, Jovan Overshawn is coming up with us. Uh, she does a great job heading up. Uh, uh, one of the uh, associate athletic directors for Baylor for external affairs. She's going to join us at 5:20, and uh, Jovan's a lot of fun, and she's uh, she's done a great job over at Baylor. So it'll be good to visit with her, uh, and we'll do that here in just a few minutes. But breaking news today: the NFL has appealed its ruling on Deshaun Watson. I say its ruling. The uh, the NFL Players Association in the NFL had agreed upon using an independent arbitrator on some of these uh, punishment. And this was supposed to be the first test of that. And I, some people would say it worked. Some people would say it didn't work. A retired federal judge, even though she heard all the evidence, she heard from um, Deshaun Watson's side and, and the people, the NFLPA and his own attorneys and everybody who represented him, she heard the NFL side they interviewed uh, some of the uh, accusers of Deshaun Watson, and one of those was thrown out because it was mainly based on like media accounts, but they did hear quite a bit of, uh, of evidence. And the NFL wanted an indefinite suspension, which would have included all of this season and then uh, the postseason. I've heard people say, well, he was out all last season. Folks, he was paid. I mean, he was paid. In, in a sense, I mean, I, I know he wanted to be playing. Well, he didn't really want to play for Texans because he'd asked for a trade. But he was paid his entire salary to sit out. So I don't want to hear, oh, he's already served his time. He's already been punished. No, he, he literally made $10 million to sit home and barely even show up at the practice facility. Now, is it great to, to uh, hear your name? 
in those those kinds of allegations? Probably not. But then again, is it great to be involved with something like that? No, it's not. And uh, he put himself in that position. And I would say, uh, as the judge ruled in his case, has not shown a great deal of contrition, does not seem to feel like he's done that much wrong. And though the judge thought what he did was egregious and awful, um, because of the way the rules were written that the NFL did not give him enough notice, he did not know when he was violating and making these uh, egregious acts, uh, allegedly, he did not know that this could possibly be the punishment, which could be an indefinite suspension and maybe missing a year without pay. So basically, he um, he was given a lighter punishment because he was not put on notice when he was uh, doing those acts of, of what could take place. Now, you could say, well, that's crazy. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. He should still have the book thrown at him. Well... The federal judge looked at every kind of precedent she could find. Quite honestly, a lot of this was unprecedented, and she made the best ruling she could. Whether you think it was too light or not, I understand. I happen to think that six games is not a very stiff punishment for what he was accused of. The NFL could have let this go away and and not appealed this. Today, they make the choice to appeal the ruling. So who hears it now? Well, it could go to Roger Goodell, the commissioner himself, which would be extremely awkward. What he will do is do something they've done in the past. One time he appointed, I think, Paul Tagliabue to hear a deal when the uh, Saints were in trouble for Bounty Gate. He will likely assign somebody um, to listen to the NFL's appeal. The NFL is appealing. Uh, So I I think two things are at work. I don't blame the NFL for being upset with with what what came out. But both sides agreed upon this way of going about punishment in the NFL. And, And then on this first case, one side does not agree with the punishment and so is appealing it anyway. So can I disagree with the punishment, but also think the NFL's probably out of line for appealing? Yeah, I think I can, and uh, and I don't uh, I don't really uh, I don't love it. I don't love agreeing to something and then deciding well they didn't go our direction, so we're going to appeal it, even though that is something that is at their disposal. Okay, um, we are going to visit with one of the top-ranking members of the Baylor Athletics Department. It is Jovan Overshawn. She joins us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast, sunny and hot the rest of the way this evening. We'll see clear skies with an overnight low near 78. Next couple of days, heat advisory in effect, sunny and hot with a high near 105, cooling off slightly 
starting Saturday and into early next week with afternoon highs of only around 99. Currently 102 at ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Austin Abram Smith spins out of the tackle. He's to the 25, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Abram Smith into the end zone. Getting it in. Yes! Touchdown, Abram Smith. Touchdown, Bears. Abram Smith punches it in for Baylor. <laughs> I love it. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Don't miss the Itasca Gun Show August 6th and 7th. Buy, sell, or trade Saturday from 9 to 5 and Sunday from 10 to 4. Admission is $7 for adults. Children age 15 and under are free with a paid adult. Parking is free. For more information, call Charles Whip Farm Productions, 817-929-1816. That's 817-929-1816. We'll see you at the Itasca Gun Show Saturday, August 6th and Sunday, August 7th at the Hillco Civic and Event Center in Itasca. 
What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Legendary broadcaster Vince Scully has passed away at the age of 94. The San Diego Padres acquired superstar outfielder Juan Soto from first baseman Josh Bell from Washington Nationals. Nationals got five players in the deal. The NFL noticed the Miami Dolphins on Tuesday the team would be stripped of its 2023 first-round draft pick, among other measures, for violating the league's policy relating to integrity of the game, tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton from 20. 2019 to 2022. Baylor football offensive lineman Connor Galvin was named to the Lombardi Award watch list. Astros have lost two in a row to the Red Sox, losing 2-1 last night. Astros and Red Sox this afternoon in a getaway game. Rangers lost to Baltimore 8-2. Rangers try to avoid the sweep with a getaway game this afternoon. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Well, during our trip to uh, Cowboys training camp, Baylor had all sorts of news breaking. I was visiting with the new folks in the NIL space, and we're joined by a woman who's over a lot of that and kind of has to make sure Baylor's doing everything properly. Uh, Jovan Overshone uh, is the Baylor Senior Associate Athletics Director for External Affairs. And Jovan, it's great to... To, to visit with you uh, last night, and uh, I, I just thought, man, I've, I've been trying to book you for years now, and it's finally come to fruition. So welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be on with you. <laughs> well, there has been a lot going on with Baylor, and I saw an email go out yesterday, and Jovan, you should put out more of these emails because it reminds folks like me how many people report to you. I was at the bottom of that thing. It, it, it mentioned your team, and I thought, oh, my gosh. I mean, all these folks report to Jovan. Uh, that's, that's quite a team you have, uh, Jovan. But that was really fun uh, getting to meet. Uh, Baylor has a new um, assistant AD for communications, Brent Ingram. And he was awesome. I love getting to meet him. And part of that is because you promoted uh, David Kay. And he's going to be assisting you with all these things in the external world. So, uh, Jovan, I mean, I've read through that whole email. Lots of promotions. And uh, so you all have been very busy in your department, I would say. Yeah, you know, it's been a this this past year has been has been good in, in many ways for us. And um you know, like you said, I'm just grateful to have such tremendous people, you know, in the clubhouse with me. So we've got over 50 on our overall external team. Um, and then you referenced the leadership team uh, where I have uh, seven direct reports there. And we're just, um, they're just total rock stars. So excited to be able to have some help in David and just being strategic and really pushing us forward. And, uh, you know, Brent's just going to be an absolute rock star with all the experience he has for football. It's fun. 
Yeah, yeah, and the fact he was at Kentucky for years. Uh, they do play some yeah. basketball there. So I think he'll be yeah. a, a, a great fit at Baylor with our great basketball program. Matt Roberts getting more involved in yeah. basketball. No no way in the world David Kay can completely give that up because uh, he is uh, – you cannot think of Baylor basketball without thinking of David. So you know he'll still be in the middle of that. And, Jovan, you have uh, – I've been asking for months now, hey, I've been hearing this, can I announce this, and and uh, you're a humble person, you don't really want a, a big spotlight, but uh, I think you're going to have even more involvement with football. How exciting is that as, uh, as the Bears come off an unprecedented 12-win season, Big 12 title, Sugar Bowl champions, uh, are, how excited are you to, to even uh, ramp up your role with that, uh, with that football program? Oh, I mean, it's it's tremendous. I'm just I'm so excited, um, and I think it's even more special to get to work with um, you know a head coach like Dave and, and the tremendous staff that he's put together there. It's just it's a really unique and special opportunity, and and man, I'm just so grateful. And uh, you know, anytime you're around a program that's just so successful, um, not only on the field but just and just the culture and um just what they're building over there you know you can only hope it rubs off on on yourself and your team so this is this is really cool what do you when when y'all oversee sports i think about chad with baseball and, and some of your different uh folks that marcus was was there before he left what all does that entail i i, I know a lot of that is supporting and and being there in case they need something from administration but i think for people that don't exactly know like myself what what all that entails what do you try to do to make sure you're supporting those different programs those of you the associate athletic directors who are over the different programs yeah, that's a great question. You know, and I think every place that looks a little bit differently, you know, some places have, you know, just a handful of uh, sport administrators that have multiple sports. And here at Baylor, we really try to give more individualized attention and, and we have, you know, one to two sports max. Um, but yeah, the best way I can describe it is you're an extension of the athletic director, you know, Mac as awesome as he is, um, he's also um, incredibly busy and he can't be present everything and you can't be engaged on all levels so you know our role is to really be kind of you know eyes and ears and um, sounding board uh, for for our coaches um, since Matt can't be that at all times and really just to help um, problem solve create solutions work through scheduling um, you know personnel just really to be a um, an extension of administration for for each of these programs and you know, they become family, you become integrated into their culture, and, and there's definitely some fun moments. And at times, you, you also have challenging conversations, you know, that come with that. But, um, yeah, I'd say the best administrators are ones that really are um, in unison with, with the AD. Now, is this going to take you away any from your involvement with women's basketball? I, I seem everywhere I went, even at the Big 12 uh, <laughs> Uh, the the championships uh, there in Kansas City. You were right there with Nikki, and and uh, and y'all were kind of attached at the hip. Are you going to have to? Are you are you not going to be able to spend as much time around the uh, women's basketball program? Look, you, you probably will see me around the football fields a, a little more now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had since I've been at Baylor, I've worked with some incredible coaches. Joey Scrivano mm-hmm. with women's tennis, who I first started out with. And then Nikki um, and now football, but like Joey and Nikki, they're family. 
Um, and so my role has changed. I've now moved from a primary administrator to secondary. So I'm not completely separated from the program, um, which is important, I think, just for uh, just for, you know, synergy and consistency. And I'm there to support Kenny Boyd, who's now the primary over that program. So I will not be um, the, the leading man on that team as uh, from an administrator, uh, but I'll st definitely still be present. But, you know, right now my focus is just really doing all that I can to serve the football program and kind of being, being the wingman for the women's basketball team. Okay. That, that Nikki seems to have that new – uh, puppy everywhere she goes okay i hope that's not interrupting practice but I've, I've never seen a more documented pup uh in all my life but it does seem to be a, a good dog a good pup and so look forward to meeting that dog in person have you have you been able to meet that that puppy well absolutely it's like a secondary mascot these days so um yes i have had many encounters with scout oh that's scout. see that's what we have at our house the scout. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah, there yeah. You go. Ours is a, a long-haired. in common. Yeah. Oh, so much in common. I don't know if she would say that, but yeah, <laughs> it is. Jovan Overshone uh, joining us, the uh, Baylor Senior Associate Athletics uh, Director for External Affairs. Now, NIL marketplace. This interests me greatly. Um, I've, you know, I've wondered. Okay, what's Baylor going to do in this NIL space? And I know Baylor had to get something that fit what Baylor is, and it needed to be the right thing. Um, what is it? And I also talked to what ba what uh, is going on over at Startup Waco, and that's going to be another interesting thing going on with our local businesses in Waco. But but start with this NIL marketplace, Chauvin. Why was this open doors? Uh, why did that seem like? the best partner and why did y'all kind of decide to make that your initial foray into NIL? Yeah, well, you know, we're, um, like you said, we, uh, we were, we were not um, quick to the draw at this. Uh, we were very intentional and strategic. You know, I think we really wanted to build out a program for NIL that, that had a purpose, you know, that was a mission fit that went along with preparing champions for life and, and person over player and greater than and everything in between that just really, really was the appropriate fit for us. And, um, you know, open doors was a good start. You know, it's only one of the things on our menu, uh, if you will, of offerings, but open doors is one of those platforms that we felt really allows our community and our fan base and the people that know and love our student athletes to engage directly one-on-one -on -one, you know, from the big things to the small things, whether it's a birthday party, um, you know, and like at my house, that would be really cool uh, to have a student athlete at your birthday party or things like that, you know, or beyond. Um, and, you know, it just felt like a really natural fit for our base um, because, you know, everybody wants to know our student athletes and, and we want people to know to know them. And I think this is just a really neat, unique way where you know, the student athletes can set their parameters from, from um, you know, the lowest price point for, for what it is that they would be offered uh, to things that are of interest to them and really make it customizable to, to their interests. And I think that's special, and that fits who we are. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we're not going to be giving out the Porsches or, uh, or Teslas <laughs> or whatever they're doing down in Austin, so... Uh, we're, uh, although, you know, I guess if a car dealer wanted to do something, we wouldn't, we wouldn't stand in the way, but, uh, Baylor has a certain way of doing things. And I think that's good. Now, this other news that came out, 
yesterday. There was all sorts of stuff. I walked out of an event last night, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, here's another thing that's happened. Uh, President Livingstone, I'm sure you knew this was happening, elected chair of the NCAA's Board of Governors. Now, for people that don't know, I mean, that's a that is a huge deal. And, you know, right now they're trying to come up with new ways of enforcement. She's already served on a, on some very important NCAA boards. Um, I, I it, it just seems like President Livingstone, Jovan, is in the middle of everything going on, not only the Big 12, but national collegiate athletics right now. You know, we, we I think this is something that we as a Baylor family can just not ever take for granted. Uh, we are incredibly fortunate, you know, um, Baylor is very well positioned, you know, as an institution within the conference. But to have a president that really understands college athletics, understands the collegiate landscape and is so well respected um, to give us a seat at the table in these, these, you know, really significant conversations during this time is huge. Um, and, you know, there's she, she's really is incredible. And I really think it's going to help us, you know, shape the future and. You know, in addition to that, having an AD that's that's well respected and is in very way many ways involved, and um, we're just we just we're just so fortunate to have two tremendous people just really um, helping guide the future of of the industry. What do you think, Jovan, of uh, Brett Yormark? I mean, isn't it interesting to step in uh, his first official day? I believe was Monday. And, yes. and which is like a day, uh, only a few days after the Pac-12 commissioner started saying all the things about uh, about the Big 12. I, I think that's a good sign, by the way, that, that the Pac-12, you know what I mean? For a while, nobody was really worried about our conference, let's be honest. And for the Pac-12 commissioner to, to you know, sling some arrows in our direction, I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. What did you... Um, what in your, you know, I know you got to probably visit with Brett Yormark uh, uh, briefly at the at the get together at Big Twelve Media Days. What do you think he's going to be like for the conference? You know, I think the search committee was very intentional. You know, um, he, there's no coincidence that he is he was selected for this position in such a critical time. And you know, obviously, he's going to have unique experience and perspective. He's going to understand the media market and sponsorship and all of that. And I think that's critical. Uh, and, and you know, you heard him say at Media Day, he's looking to kind of put a fresh twist, um, you know, on what we're doing and, um, you know, hip us up, if you will. So I think it's going to be interesting. He obviously knows what he's doing. Um, he's going to be no pushover. I think that's evident. And it's really going to force people to look at things from a different lens. And I think that's what we need right now. I mean, we're it's not the talent time to just kind of lay back and, and see what happens. And he's certainly not going to be the type to do that. All right. I mean, who knows? There may be more realignment news uh, coming out. Jovan, if you, if you hear anything, would you make this the first place you turn to, to get the word out, please? The Matt Mosley show. Of course. Um, okay. Okay. I just want to, I know that it has to be your favorite show <laughs> driving home. So, I uh, I want you to keep us in mind at all times. Uh, a little bad news t- today, by the way, for your alma mater uh, in my beloved school, uh, Lake Highlands. We lost one of our top players. He's uh, he's decided to go to one of those prep schools, uh, Link Academy in uh, in in Branson, Missouri. Maybe he likes some of those musical shows they put on there. I don't know, but uh, we were in line for a state title this year. And this Good, kid's going to be a sophomore, okay? So I hate to, 
I don't want to end it on a down note, but uh, I did want to pass that along to you. We'll bounce back. But uh, some some, <laughs> some right. tough news on the basketball front. <laughs> Look, it's all right. Wildcat for life over here. We're still rooting for him. All right. Get your paw up or whatever it is you all do uh, <laughs> for that. Boy, you've had, you've had to learn some things over the years. There's something we won't mention that you learned in Fort Worth. You've got the bear claw hey, now. <laughs> it's an evolution it is definitely an evolution of the hand it's progression yeah now the kids are they're really embracing this baylor thing right they're they're this is a big time oh, sikkim family they're bears they're bears okay. through and through uh absolutely okay well it'll uh, and by the way does your husband as he started football practice i mean a lot of these high school teams were starting this past uh uh monday some of them are waiting to this monday are they did he get going Yep. Yep. This week. So you okay. know, he's up at four thirty and out of here. So it's we're we're back Ooh. on. Football's back. Wow. Four thirty AM. Perhaps <laughs> perhaps a couple of hours earlier than I like to start my day. Okay. But uh but okay. anyway. Jovan, good to visit with you and uh continued success over there and look forward to seeing you at all these games coming up. Thank you so much. All the best. There she goes, uh, Jovan Overshone, uh, who uh, does a nice job for the Bears as the uh, Baylor Senior Associate Athletics Director for External Affairs. And um, there's a lot going on. I hate that I didn't mention everybody there, Aaron. Let's give everybody their due. I mentioned David Kay, Brent Ingram. Joe Gonzalez is your new Senior Director of Digital Media. Way to go, Joe. Joe's a veteran at Baylor. I think he's a 10-year veteran, in fact. Chris Humphrey, Senior Director of Baylor Vision. Way to go, Chris. Apparently you have to have facial hair to work at Baylor. All these guys have beards. And then uh, Hannah uh, Kotlerick. Kotlerick, okay. May have messed that up. But Hannah, uh, Senior Director of Football Visual Media. So several promotions were uh, were there. And then David Kay, who we've worked with for years and and uh, but I got to visit with David last night and uh, glad for him. He's going to get to spend a little more time with his family, but he'll stay extremely busy. Uh, it's hard to imagine that he will not be the primary SID for basketball because he has been for, I don't know, 15 seasons now or maybe 17 seasons. He and Heath worked together for years, football, basketball, all of it. But uh, David will still have a lot on his plate. It'll just be a little bit uh, different job there. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Nice to visit with uh, Jovan Overshone. Um, Aaron, yesterday I really enjoyed getting into the uh, that trade, that Juan Soto trade, Major League Baseball. Today... I found myself, and maybe it was because we lost Vin Scully, I just found myself wanting to listen to baseball. And that was available uh, for Rangers fans um, because those games, that game started today at about 1.30. And, Aaron, am I looking at last night's game, or did they lose again today 8-2? to two? I was looking, uh, wait, what, today's August 3rd, isn't it? What did the Rangers end up doing, Aaron? It was 1-1. When I was uh, paying attention, in fact, uh, Martin Perez was playing extremely, uh, was pitching really well when I was looking in the fifth inning. Rangers, I'm scrolling through here as we speak. Um, oh, they lose 6-3 to three to the Baltimore Orioles. Ooh, 
this is just not going that well. I mean, this was this was through six innings. This was a 1-1 game, and then Baltimore scores five runs in the final three innings uh, to put it on the uh, Rangers. Rangers tied it, tied it up 3-3, and then, boy, give up. That is really too bad. Um, and uh, Rangers score one in the bottom of the ninth, but that just makes it 6-3. This team is in a tailspin, and Aaron, if I'm not mistaken, that may be seven losses in a row at home. Okay, this is a team that, as bad as it's been, it's forty-six and fifty-eight now. But you needed to you needed to play pretty well at home, and now they fall to about twenty-two and twenty-nine, I believe it is, at home. Um, that just really is not good. I, I I have to wonder at some point, and I and it may not even be fair because I know it's kind of a rebuild, but when you spend the money you did on Simeon and Seeger. And and you're not really seeing the team turn the corner in the amount of wins. I I got to think this manager is uh, is going to be fighting for his job the rest of the season. I I would think it's about time. Uh, and, and I don't know what they're going to do this off season. I don't know if they're going to go out and spend more money. But you would like to be playing better. And today Orioles come in here and you get you get six hits. Um, only one that had a multiple hit game was Josh Smith out in left field. Um, Heim did have a home run, his 13th of the season. Simeon had a home run. That's his 15th. This team's just not getting it done. And, um, and, and so I think, uh, Woodward is, I think, um, Aaron, would you be surprised if he didn't lose his job at the end of this season? No, I actually, I, I kind of expect that now with them struggling so much. I mean, there's still quite a bit of baseball to be played over a month, but if it keeps going like this, I don't expect him to be back next year. Yeah, I was trying to see who came in and gave all these runs up. It looks like late it was LeClerc uh, came in, and they, they've been blowing it late with the uh, bullpen. LeClerc started it. Hernandez comes in, uh, gives up. Two more earned runs. I mean, think about that, Aaron. You got you know Matt Moore's actually been pretty good, although he did give up a run, a key run. But Perez gives you six innings, five hits, one earned run, and uh, strikes out nine. He's got a two forty seven ERA, and you know pitching his rear off all star this year. And then you can't get it home. You just you just get. I mean, you just everybody you bring in. Uh, gets ripped, and then uh, you got a three-hour, 24-minute game, and you blow it, lose 6-3 to the Orioles. All right, it, the dismount is next. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahea. At any Mike Terry dealership, they'll pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. 
We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, guys. It's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I brought my own sound effects. That's the door slamming every time I ask a woman out. (laughs) They don't shut the door in your face, though, when you want to give them a free estimate for foundation repair. No, they don't. They normally say something else. Well, they say, hi, Jimmy, come give me a free foundation inspection. And you start by giving us a call at (laughs) 254-235-4922. You tried, but that was dumb. (laughs) Keep going. FixItJimmy.com. Yeah, that's me, FixItJimmy.com. Matter of fact, if I come to your door, slam it in my face, make me feel like I'm hanging out with Jana. (laughs) A lot of people, when they come in, they'll say i'm usually much more active but since i've been in pain i've had to limit the activities i'm doing you're listening to janelle an arch support specialist at the good feet store the next step is getting them in the right arch supports after walking around with the arch supports they'll feel much freer and lighter our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life try them for yourself with a free fitting at the good feet store good feet waco in central texas marketplace across from lazy boy Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. You know, there's two ways to go to a four-year university. One is to start at Central Texas College, enjoy mom and dad's home-cooked meals for two years, save thousands at the most affordable college in the region, and transfer to a university with more money in your pocket. The other way is expensive. So go to option one at ctcd.edu. Central Texas College, for students of the real world. CTC classes in Colleen, Fort Hood, and online start August 22nd. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we we'll treat you like family stay close the dismount with matt mosley is coming up on espn central texas 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Legendary broadcaster Vince Scully has passed away at the age of 94. The San Diego Padres acquired superstar outfielder Juan Soto from first baseman Josh Bell from Washington Nationals. Nationals got five players in the deal. The NFL noticed the Miami Dolphins on Tuesday. The team would be stripped of its 2023 first-round draft pick, among other measures, for violating the league's policy relating the integrity of the game, tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton from 2019 to 2022. Baylor football offensive lineman Connor Galvin was named to the Lombardi Award watch list. Astros have lost two in a row to the Red Sox, losing 2-1 to one last night. Astros and Red Sox this afternoon in a getaway game. Rangers lost to Baltimore 8-2. to two. Rangers try to avoid the sweep with a getaway game this afternoon, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is the Dismount. Uh, we got to say goodnight to you. And lots of stuff going on. Rangers lose 6-3. to three. Aaron, I was just looking online and was, uh, you know, for our, we've been talking so much about this Deshaun Watson thing. The long national nightmare continues. The six-game suspension has now been appealed by the NFL, and we'll see what happens from here on out. Um, was the punishment too light? Yeah, probably so. What, did did the NFL and the NFLPA agree to let this person be the this decision maker or be the arbitrator? Yeah, they did. And, of course, they still left Roger Goodell in charge. So, I mean, I, I I guess to people that think it was a light sentence, and I do, I, maybe you're happy that the NFL was able to appeal it, but it just means it goes back into Roger's court, and Roger has proven time and time again he's not good at this. So I don't really think anything that's happened today is anything to be celebrated. Um Aaron, you're a big fantasy guy, and I came across this nugget. Apparently, in 49ers camp, Brandon Ayuk, and I remember him coming out of Pac-12 somewhere. I can't remember if he was uh, Arizona, not... Arizona State. I yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And I think it was Arizona, maybe uh, Arizona State. Both those sound right. Anyway, speed guy. He apparently is having the most unbelievable camp of any player with the Niners. So if you're out there and you play fantasy football, consider Brandon Ayuk, A-I-Y-U-K. He is having a tremendous camp. And this same writer, by the way, is mad at Debo Samuel because he had a drop in practice. Oh, gosh. Let's just cancel Debo. All right, everybody. Have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow on Thursday at 4 o'clock sharp. Good night. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. Continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, a second look at the